Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I am the captain now. No for Sean Jackson. He's still on vacation. Although I think it ends today. Staycation. He'll be back Monday. I think. Is it a staycation? I yeah, he's, yeah. Just at, he's just at home. He's pulling weeds. He was at a teammate's function with, with uh, the legend Tom Osborne himself. Um, I believe he's back on Monday. So you'll get all the Kool-Aid Husker talk. <laughs> on Monday, because right now is that what he's known as? Oh yeah, he's he's he's, he's the Kool Aid he guy. Pours Kool Aid, oh, yeah. tons of sugar. He's he's out. He's like, Rashawn is wild, man. Tell me about the the other the, the, the other Rashawn um, tropes. I suppose I, you can't talk about Adrian anymore. Nope, can't talk about Adrian. Well, he says I'm done talking about Adrian, and then if Adrian says anything, he comes and he, he talks about Adrian and how he would love for <laughs> Nebraska to play K State in a bowl game and and to just yes. you know destroy them. Um. Who wouldn't? You know, he says, Adrian, look, I'll say it. Look, man, you do not want to play Kansas State in a bowl game. Like I said yesterday, yeah. if you if you play Kansas State in a bowl game, you win, you gain nothing. You lose, you're screwed. Although, um, if you do win, I, I do feel like that would be the ultimate top to the season. I mean, that's kind of proving, like, beat your demons. Yeah, you're Adrian's right. your demon. Getting to that seventh win. <laughs> <laughs> or eighth. Hey. Just fantastic. Kansas State and Nebraska could be playing in the – Pinstripe Bowl. Sugar Bowl, for all we know. Who knows? Six and six. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Kansas State, you know, they've, they've, I've seen a lot of released, like, top 100 players in college football. Kansas State always has one, Deuce Vaughn, yeah. and usually has two with either a lineman or somebody on their defense yeah. being included. On there. So they usually have about two in the top 100. Nebraska, none. Ever. None of them. Not a single person. Not yet. Not yet. Preseason top 100s. <laughs> Nobody. I oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean it's hard to get in a top one hundred. That's a good. That's a elite group. Don't get me wrong. It is. It is. But you know, if you're Nebraska, you'd like to have. I mean, Deuce Vaughn's like top two. 10, right, so. Deuce Vaughn, probably the best running back in the nation. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody else, but I can't disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had a texter chime in uh, with a disagreement. Okay, Bob said, I disagree with those last comments. And you guys can chime in as well. 402-464-5685, the Hunt of Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Heyman text line, uh, Sutter Heyman Jewelers live video stream as well. You can comment on there, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Bob says, I disagree with those last comments. Frost has built a strong program top to bottom. They just need to get it across the finish line. If they don't win more than six this year, he may be gone. But if they log an eight or nine win season, he will buy himself a few more years. Firing a coach tears down what they've built. Alberts doesn't want to do that. So, if he wins eight or nine, I don't think that buys him a few more years. I think that buys him another year. Right. And then if you win eight or nine again, I think that buys you another year or two. I don't think there is a point where Frost winning until he if he wins eight or nine, three, four years in a row, that'll buy him a few more years. But until that, 
if he wins eight or nine this year, wins eight or nine next year, he maybe buys himself two more years. Yeah. I don't see them signing him. I don't see them signing him to a long term contract until he proves he can do it multiple times in a row. Well, they might sign him to the the standard five year deal just to because that's pretty standard and helps in recruiting generally. But it's uh, you're not going to get that huge well, buyout be, anymore. Well, yeah, it's going to be five years, but it's going to be like it's reasonable. Really. Everybody's going right. to be like everybody knows like it's not five years, right? And he doesn't for what it's worth right now. He, he's at the bottom of the of the totem pole in the Big Ten after they cut him back. I mean, everybody else is making four million dollars or more too. So uh, it's uh, you know he, he is where he is, and it's it again. That's why I say it's hard to dig yourself out of that hole. It's a four-year hole he put himself in, and, and you can say he's built this team um, from top to bottom, and it's getting better. And and, and hopefully you're right. And uh, um, but it it doesn't take away from the fact. I mean, he can go twelve and zero this year and still have a losing record at Nebraska. He's it's a deep hole he's dug himself in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 you know right now you're just kind of living game by game. Eventually, um, you're gonna have to win. You kind of live season by season. Uh, if you win a Big Ten title, if if you you know do something incredible in a few years, um, then maybe you buy yourself a six and six or a seven and five down the line. But until, until then, it's going to be then, hard. If you go under five hundred and you haven't proven yourself to be, you know, top tier in the Big Ten, I mean that's that's going to be hard to stomach. So I and 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 Bob, I I get the. Uh, where, where did it go? The uh, fire coach tears down what they've built. Alberts doesn't want to do that. I get that. Uh, Trev Alberts does not want to ruin everything that Scott Frost has built. But at the same time, what you've built has gotten you 15 wins in four years. I do agree that he has, he has built the program to a better place than it was when he first inherited it from Mike Riley. He was It was in a deep hole when he inherited from Mike Riley. He went a little deeper. Yeah. Um, but he's he's, I think finally poured the concrete and is starting to build upon that foundation and, and trying to get himself out of the hole. But it's going to take a couple of years to get yourself out of where you've, where you've positioned yourself. And I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to put this all on him. He, like I said, he inherited, you know, kind of a mess from Mike Riley, but at the same time, look, man, that first recruiting class you put together, I think everybody left. I don't think anybody finished their careers at Nebraska from that 2018 recruiting class. So that's another thing that you dug yourself yeah. into. With four years, you should have you know, built a foundation with that first recruiting class, with that second recruiting class. But with what was going on, you lost everybody from that 2018 recruiting class. 2019 wasn't much better. So you're trying to build it now with, with younger players and through the transfer portal, and we'll see how that ends up for, for Scott Frost in Nebraska. But right now, you put together a good season. you got to do it again. Then you got to do it again. You you cannot afford to fall back into you know six and six mediocrity. Yeah, and I I think too. I mean, you've the other part of it is not just roster building. I I mean, I do feel if if Ross was let go, you you wonder what would happen as far as the modern day transfer portal and all that. But you've got a pretty stacked room at wide receiver, a running back. Now we're, you know, kind of secondary. You're starting to feel pretty good about yeah. um, the line. I mean, this is not a senior-laden team. Whoever takes over would take over a pretty darn good roster. If they can get them all to stay. If they can get them all <laughs> to stay. Um, but, again, it's not always the problem of just roster building. And, and it's it, – I mean, because look at last year. And I know you had the toughest schedule and all that. But – Three wins is is pathetic, and especially for the amount of talent that they had. I mean, so the, you lost guys, and I know everybody wants to say, hopefully, that this year's team is is better. 
And maybe it is as far as talent goes. And, and, and we'll wait and see on that. But you lost an All-Big Ten tight end. You lost an All-American, you know, uh, Swiss Army knife on the defensive side of the ball. You lost a second-round center. You lost a second-round cornerback. Um, and so I don't know if la- – I mean, again, last year's record was not a roster talent problem. No. It might – people would like to heavily point toward Adrian, and certainly that could have been part of the problem. Um and quarterback is always going to be, uh, you know, kind of have a, of, of a bigger role in, in what's going to happen there. But uh, you, you've got, you know, special teams problems. You've got problems certainly still on the offensive line last year. You had, you know, discipline problems overall. Um, it, it's so it's and then it's just that kind of learning how to win thing. I mean, you I, I, I can't remember. I think I'm trying to think of who was on the sideline. It might have been uh, Rick Pizzo that it kind of said when when the Iowa blocked that punt, it was like, there's still plenty of game time. Nebraska was still leading. Yeah. And he said you could feel it. You could see it on the sideline. It like, was it the, was over. Oh, no. And Frost came out and said it, too. Yeah. Like, Frost said you could feel on the sideline. After that happened, it was over. And it's like, that just can't happen. You guys are so down on yourselves when it comes down to just winning the game that any sort of adversity just tears them apart. Bring, yeah, it destroys it. And that's... <laughs> And that's part of the learning how to win and learning how to not lose. That's yeah. that's a part of it is is realizing that adversity is going it's it's gonna happen. You're going to face adversity. It's how you react to it. It's how you it's how you, you know, come out on the other side of that adversity because you can let it tear you down like they did it against Iowa, or you can use it and and build upon it and get yourself to a more positive space, a positive mental mental space after something happens. Because just because something bad happens doesn't mean you have to live with it for the entire time. Like like you said, the the punt was blocked. You were still leading. There was still a lot of time left. Hold on to the ball. You know, if you're if you're truly scared, you know, playing not to not to lose instead of playing to win, just run the ball. Just hand it off to your running backs and just just drain the clock. But they didn't do that, and you saw what happened. And how much better would it be? I mean, obviously, at that point, you're not happy with the season. But, again, just beating Iowa. Just beat Wisconsin once. Just- that I mean, there was the first or second year. No, it was the first year. They started 0-6, right? Yeah. And then, you know, they got a couple of wins, and, and they ended the season with a close loss to Iowa. Mm-hmm. The amount of momentum going into year two with a close loss to Iowa was crazy. Oh, yeah. So if you could have – Top 25 you know, ranking. If you could have – Going into the next year. Goodness gracious. <laughs> if you could have beat Iowa, finish the season with four wins, but you beat <laughs> Iowa to end the season – this offseason would have had a completely different feel. Oh, yeah. Yes, there's 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 hype and, and, and hope surrounding this team. But as Vegas Dave said, they're hammering the under at seven and a half. You beat Iowa, it's the other way around. I, I guarantee it. And it would be your most impressive win under Frost, um, which, is you know, I, I think it, at this point you'd have to go back to the Minnesota-Michigan State game in, in year one. And again, when you talk about what he inherited, and no, it wasn't great. Might have been the best offensive personnel he's had, <laughs> what he inherited altogether in his in his first year. That's not long standing. You had to like you know figure it out and, and put some other guys in place. You need depth. I like get all that, but um, you know it wasn't. It, it, it it's probably the best offense that they had. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. but look, this year they're putting some some weapons around their new quarterback. They they've got some new offensive coaches. We'll see how it turns out. I'm excited. I want to see him sling. I don't. I don't care about your Big Ten offense and you're running the ball. I want to see him sling it all over the yard, and you know, also run the ball. Run the ball when you need run to. Run the damn run the ball. ball when you can. Just you know, 
take advantage of the, the, the stacked running back room you have. But head to a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Captain on 93.7 The Ticket.